WMNF is accepting volunteer applications to be part of our on-air team. And welcome. This is Bobby Nice. Welcome, welcome to the Soul Kitchen and Design, your resident chef, Big Eddie G. Join your favorite voices on 88.5 FM, WMNF.org, and our HD channels. If you've always dreamed of being on the radio, I would love to be on the radio. Now's your chance. Join your listening-supported radio station, WMNF. Apply under the programming tab at WMNF.org.
Everything's okay. You are tuned to the Sunday Forum here on WMF Radio 88.5 FM. This is a Sunday morning public affairs show you have come to love. And we have been happy to bring it to you. My name is Patro Mabili. And joining me in the studio, of course, is your host, Walter L. Smith II. This Sunday morning show comes your way every Sunday morning and of course we're looking for your telephone calls 813-239-9663 is the number to call we're in a new month and it's springtime and we're feeling good there's a lot going on uh we know that there's another mass shooting in the United States in Texas this time and um so I'm wondering if this is a, a uniquely American problem that's going to require uniquely American answers. And uh, we're going to have to delve deep into gun violence. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, with that, we're going to turn it over to Walter L. Smith II. Big time, big time, big time. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum here on WMNF at 8.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. Mobili, yeah, There's a lot going on, man. Always, always. Hey, everybody, this is your host Walter Smith the Second, along with the sole member of the Fourth Estate crew right now. Yeah, my main man Mobili. You know, always bring the truth to your ear holes every <laughs> Sunday. It is now twelve minutes. Twelve minutes after the hour of eight a.m. This beautiful Sunday morning. Actually, it's come out to be pretty, pretty yeah. nice, man. Mobili, uh, we have a lot to unpack today. We really do. Uh, one of the things that that, has, that we're going to talk about today is something that has been contrary to what was mentioned during the meeting. This show has covered the issue surrounding the development uh, or the gentrification of West Tampa, number one. Number two, we have talked about the the issues surrounding just middle school, yeah, and it's uh, and the threat of its removal. We've discussed that probably four or five times. Uh, we discussed the issue of Blake High School, the 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 uh, the possibility that we might lose Blake High School through this process, and. You know, it's not something that we need to sit back and let happen. Now, this past week, we had a meeting that was led by uh, my fraternity, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, along with the other members of the Divine Nine, and uh, the Urban League was present. The NAACP was the co-sponsor of the other meeting, and it was held at Beulah Baptist Church on uh, over on Cyprus, and it was uh, it was very well attended. Farewell attended. The there were a lot of concerns, obviously, uh, but one of the things that we talked about the last time that this was discussed was the amount of attention that needed to be put to this back then, right? Uh, you know, it, it it for whatever reason, whatever reason we end up being the last ones to find out. Hmm. Maybe that's by design. And, and I'm th- clearly it's by design. 
but there were so many people who, who served there at Just Middle School and people who have been there, uh, you know, working in that area in West Tampa. Um, you know, Tina Young, who runs the uh, program there, uh, uh, a nonprofit program right there out of the area that deals, she deals a lot with mental health issues. She deals with uh, with young folk who need help. And, you know, this has been, this school is a cornerstone of this community, not just West Tampa, but of the Tampa Bay area, right? And it's, it's named for uh, Ernest Everett Just, who was the... Um, one of the founders of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. And it's important not just because of that, but because of what he, you know, he, he was important because this is the man who without his research, uh, we would not understand fully how the cells work, how the cell structure works. He's the one who actually, who actually determined and found out exactly how to splice cells and figure out exactly what what's in there, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot to his research yeah. that that was expanded on, uh, but he's the one who did that research, and he is he was a brilliant, brilliant man. And like him, the children who attend that school are brilliant, brilliant children, and you have a lot of people who have gone and worked with them over the years. I know that my father, Dr. Walter Smith through the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library in West Tampa, worked with a lot of children who were there that would come, that would actually walk from school, after school, over to the library, and would sit with them, and we would work with them on their homework, uh, reports, uh, and and quite often it was just a safe space for the kids after school, Mm -hmm. right? And so I bring that up for a reason. Because one of the things that that we that we fail to do is recognize all of the resources that we have around us, right? And to learn how to utilize those resources and support those resources. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, for instance, if Beulah Baptist uh, put together a program where those kids could leave school, go there, and study and do whatever they need to do, then fine. They need to do that. But we need to be the ones to support it as a community. Mind you, the school board should support it as well, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is the same reason that everybody else is saying it. It's because resources are being put into these other schools in South Tampa yeah, and the more affluent neighborhoods. Why can't those resources, those same resources, be put into our schools in West Tampa, East Tampa, Sulphur Springs, and make those, give those kids uh, more. Give them more. Give them some sort of, of, uh, of, at least close to, an equal footing as we can possibly give them, right? And so this is one of the arguments that was made regarding the presence of the school and the preservation of the school, of, of just uh, just middle school, and that's very important. A lot of people that we know uh, attended that school, and now they are professionals. Yeah, you know, and and, and so 
We have got to do what we need to do in order to support our resources just as a resource. Uh, uh, the churches are a resource. Okay? The Dr. Walter Smith Library is a resource because guess what? When the library, when the actual public library shuts down, we're open. Mm-hmm. But we can't be open if if you're not attending or you're not coming. We're just sitting there and doing what exactly? Right? But just elementary's problems require deep uh, analysis. Absolutely. Because, well, number one thing is the teachers. We need teachers. That's what's going to be number one in saving the school. I understand there's a compromise to turn it into a magnet school or a choice school, which is probably by design, you know, yeah, to start busing kids, busing kids place. out or privatize the school. And uh, somebody makes a profit off of it as opposed to uh, luring teachers there that are good, that are helpful. That's probably got uh, a history with the school and uh, solve that problem. Solve that problem first. Yeah, we got to. We got to. Um, we got to make give them better salaries. We got to make exactly. sure they, that we give them what they need in order to in order to uh, to be uh, sustainable in a classroom. What do I mean by that? As as one who taught for six years in the school system, I can tell you that we would get. We started near the end of my work in the school system. We were getting a check uh, just to get a uh, just to get like a stipend check, just to be able to get what we needed for our classrooms, right? And so it was, it, it's, it's nice, you know, it's, it's helpful to a degree, but there's, that's not going to cut it. There's a lot more to it, man. There's a lot more to it. And for instance, one point was made during the meeting that this is systemic. Everybody knows it's systemic. And what she, but but this was very very important. The point that she made was very important when she did say it was a stimulus. She gave she gave a firsthand account of what was happening with getting teachers in, like we were just talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you brought up a very good point, Mabili. So when bringing in teachers, one of the things that people were concerned with is how do they determine who's qualified to teach in these classrooms, right? The lady who will remain nameless, uh, who spoke, is a doctor of education, okay? Mm-hmm. A doctor of education. And she was there, and she, her, her children were being successful the whole night. When they did the, the professional review, I think that's, that's how she was referring to it, when they did a professional review of her and what she was doing, you know, the, the undeniable fact was that she was very successful with the children. Undeniable fact, right? But then they, they, the critique was that she did not have the educational, uh, the educational requirements in order to, in order to teach those children. And so, so she's a doctor of education. Right. She's having success <laughs> with those children, and they removed her from the classroom as a result of that. That's systemic, because yeah. what they do is they write these they write these things out, right? They write out the the request the um, the qualifications for these things, 
And when I say that, I mean professional development. Mm -hmm. They write out the qualifications for these things, and they monitor to a degree the people who are in these schools who are coming in to teach. If they don't like you, they'll find a way to get you out. Right. And they'll rewrite that thing, and they'll rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it. One of the things that happened a few years back was you had, you had uh, well, anyway, that was a loss of resource, right? But a few years back, there was this issue with, the, with uh, black males being teachers, right? right? And they were trying to get more and more black males into the classroom, and no matter how hard they tried, they could not get the numbers up appropriately, right? Guess what ended up happening? What they were finding was, uh, you had X number of teachers that were, and they were attributing it to, and I guess it, I guess they were trying to be smart asses about it. Uh, they were trying to say that uh, black male teachers, there were, two, there were so many of them that just weren't qualified to go into the classroom. Well, what made them not qualified to go into the classroom? Well, according to professional development uh, back then, what was happening was many of them had, been, had arrest records. So because they had been arrested, not for anything that was, that was not for murder, uh, old, maybe an old drug charge that happened like 20 years ago and they never, never did it again. Um, they couldn't afford to get an attorney to expunge that. Right, records. right. Thing, things that they know that they know these things happen. And, and you see, you see white boys who do the same thing, have the same qualifications, and do the same type of things, and sometimes even worse, and they get a pass. Yeah, white like white police officers who go from city to city after killing people. There we go. After getting a bad record in one city, they go and get a job in another city. There we go. So it's mm -hmm. by design, and I think that this is all part of the war on education in the first place. The right wing has been trying to get rid of the Department of Education. Let's just face it. They've been that's been part of their 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 wall <laughs> and that is to diminish your education. They you know, black people who get an education are too competitive in the market in the workplace, in the marketplace for jobs. So <laughs> you know, one of the ways to maintain the old slavery system, caste system, is to get rid of the Department of Education and make it harder. For you to get an education, for your kids to get an education, uh, that's what DeSantis and the the fascist authoritarian legislature has been all about. Right. That's the the session that just ended has been all about going after education, you know, in one way or another, and uh, been they've been proud about it. So I'm glad this morning I'm woke and I'm proud. But exactly. there's been a lot of people in this state who have been going after your education system so that we don't all stay woke. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I remember so vividly what happened then, right? And, and, and it had not been, had it not been for an NAACP, we would mm -hmm. have been in one hell of a mess. Yep. One hell of a mess. And we, and, and they stepped up and they stopped them from doing it and had them rewrite that rule. Regarding regarding uh, background checks right. and and what you know what would what would what would disqualify right mm -hmm. the disqualifying factors for anybody but especially uh, they they're looking at they were focused in on the discrepancy regarding black males 
right? And so now that that's now that that is taken care of, there are a lot. There's still some other issues, still a lot of other issues that that are involved. But <clears throat> we have to make certain that we're monitoring these things, right? And making certain that people are doing what needs to be done in order to be in those classrooms. That they are that they are sufficient, are clearly sufficiently educated, right? But that they're caring. The next part is that they're caring for these kids, right? Right. That they're caring for these kids. We have got to be, in my mind, and I think I think if I'm not mistaken, the this was actually brought up as a as a part of the discussion, but really didn't go too far into it. I don't think, and that was that you have other schools that are there, private schools, public schools. Right, private, public, and I think a charter school, um, and those schools could link together to support each other. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's going to be important again. Another another resolution to the problem. Right, so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But this is something that that is a real source of contention in our education system right here in Hillsborough County, and I'm sure in other places. But here in Hillsborough County, it's a problem because, you know, an historic school is about to be removed. It's about to be shut down and removed. And why? Because some developers want the land. Right. That's what they want. They want that land by their water. Right. And the and, and they they feel like we're not going to do anything about it we can't do anything about it, and that they got this thing sewn up. So we got to prove them wrong. We got to prove them wrong. This cannot. This cannot stand. This cannot stand. You know. So we're we're on the airwaves talking about this for the umpteenth time, and bringing it to everybody's attention again. Go to the CRA meetings, folks. Urge the CRA to step in and do what they can. Go to the to the school board meetings if you can. And and uh, according to what was being discussed, um, our friend Linda Gray, um, you know, is, is is a swing vote on this thing. So we need to have a conversation with Linda Gray. We need to have a conversation with the entire school board. We need to make certain that the school board is voting the way that we need them to vote for our community with resources for our kids. You got to put the same pressure on the school boards that the right wing is putting on them. Exactly. They're trying to take over school boards, especially down in Sarasota. They're trying to indoctrinate people like the people in Sarasota did prevent them from doing. They were going to hire some Christian right winger to go through all the books (laughs) and take them off the shelf if that person didn't like them. And that consultant was voted down after the people showed up and protested. So that's what you got to do. You got to we got to start linking What's happening at Just Elementary to the larger war on education, especially our education opportunities mm-hmm. uh, and our job opportunities in terms of teachers and also put it in the context of the large political attack, the assault that is going on in the state. You know, the world is looking and they're looking to see what we, the people, are going to do. Right, right. And then. And unfortunately, the unfortunate part of all that is, um, you know, <laughs> that stereotypically speaking, right, what ends up happening? 
you know, we end up we end up doing another march and doing another, you know what I mean? And we can't afford to be doing right. that anymore, man. We got we got to get the policy making, man. That's right. We, we got to get the policy. We got to start writing the policy. We got to. We got to. <laughs> you know, and to present them with the policy rather than begging them to come up with something that we'll like. You know, they're not going to do that. Their agenda is different. You know, we have to save. We have to save school. We have to save our lives and all of the aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that means getting organized. So it was good to hear that there was this major meeting and people showed up. But we need more of that. We need more buy-in especially young people who could use those jobs, especially young black men who could use those jobs. We know that there's a worker shortage all across the economy, but especially when it comes to these schools, we need people to apply for those jobs and get those jobs. Well, let's hear what the people are saying right now on the phone lines. I know there's some folks on the phone lines right now. Yeah, they're blowing them up. They got something to say. 813, that's right, 239-9663 is the number to call to join this discussion here on the Sunday Forum with Walter L. Smith II. Go ahead, caller. You're on the line. Hi, is that me? Yes. Yes. Oh, good. Well, I'll tell you what, y'all, a breath of fresh air. Uh, uh, thank I'm, you. I'm in St. Pete, right? Well, I live in St. Pete, but I came to the Derby. I'm having the time of my life, and I'd like to donate fifty dollars to y'all today. Oh wow! Thank you very much. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. Very Thank much. you very much. That's very kind of you. Are we gonna? T- now, well, I'm a circle of friends person. Okay. So I'm already in the book. So all I have to do is give, just take out fifty dollars, and I and I don't know if I can switch over to somebody. But I want to tell you, you're exactly right. You're drawing out the spot on everything that you were discussing today. And it's scary. It is. It's all my God's spot. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, hang on for me. I'll get you on another line. Okay, appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. Keep keep the faith. Keep the word. Definitely. The Thank you very much. We will. All right. Go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday Forum. I'm Joel. Hey, Joel, how you doing? I'm kicking but not high, flapping but can't fly. All right, all right. <laughs> now, now, there's another element to education. I... Go ahead, Joel. Joel, I think we lost Joel. I think we lost Joel. Joel? Well, I'm here still, but I, was, uh, uh, okay. I, I didn't hit the button or anything. Okay, all right. All right. So let's see what this caller has to say. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah? Yes. Hello? Hello. Okay, yes, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Um, so I'm, yes, I'm a school teacher in Pinellas County Schools, and... I've been, uh, I'm an older woman, and so I've been not working full-time a little bit, and I've been substitute teaching. And so, um, you know, somebody mentioned the word fascist government, and uh, I was shocked. I'm in elementary school on Friday, and the teacher is scanning books, the titles of the books, the front page. And I'm like, what are you doing? Every single book in the classroom had to be scanned and sent in to get approval. Wow. And I'm yeah. thinking that's all over, it's all over Pinellas County. Okay, with that said, so I've had a lot of experience in Southside St. Pete schools with elementary school students. 
and they are oftentimes predominantly African American. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my experience has been that, first of all, men are a great idea because sometimes they'll pay more attention to a man than they will a woman. And then the second thing is, is that in a lot of these classrooms, children who, there's two-thirds of them, want to learn. They're all about the learning, let's get this done, come on, let's go, okay? There's one-third of them that can't control themselves, they're completely impulsive, they're tearing up classrooms, you know. I had one little pre-K kid come back and slam a girl in the mouth, lacerated both lips, and she was bleeding. I mean, you would not believe the stuff that goes on in these South County schools. It could be North County, too. I don't know, but I'm in the South County. The point is, we need support in the school, in the classroom, because you're hurting the two-thirds that want to learn with the kids that are messing up all the time and getting your attention because they're so out of control. So, there, in my opinion, there needs to be at least two people in every classroom, but I know we've got a shortage in teachers. Well, get an aide. You know, start hiring aides to come in and deal with the behavior problem. Right. Let the teacher teach something. Anyways, I, I, I could go on and on because it is not fair that we don't get the resources in terms of people, and I think they could do better for sure. I don't know how hard they're trying, that's all. Well, you know, uh, one of the, the answers, one of the one of the answers to that is that you have private resources that are donated to the schools. Uh, it's not like those resources don't exist, or that they 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 don't that those that there are people in the community, um, these frontline communities, who can't afford to do that. Um, but it's it's that you have the powers at be that. The school board, who have funding, they have money, and they and they and <laughs> for whatever reason, it's not it's not being given, it's not being uh, allotted to those particular schools. We all know why. Again, it goes back to the fact that this is systemic. This is very systemic, and this is not this is not a joke. This is very real, and and we have got to find a way. To uh, to look to our own people in our own communities to be able to support that. We look at Plant High School, for instance. Plant High School is uh, is a predominantly white uh, high school here in Hillsborough County that's located in a very affluent side of town. It gets it gets what it needs because of where it's located, and and the people who are in that tax bracket give the, give that money to support their school. That's their school, right? And so, we, you know, we, we need to have that school. But then we also know that the school board has given them money as well. We know they have. And, you know, there are people who were at our meeting at, um, at Beulah Baptist Church that were expressing that point, that they know for a fact that this has happened. And so this is what, this is what we need to take a look at with regard to resources and how we get those resources. So... Uh, thank you for your call. We appreciate the call. Uh, folks, call in 813-239-9663. 813-239-9663. We want to hear from you this morning regarding the threat to just elementary school. Um, so and, uh, that was a young lady that was just on the line. And <clears throat> when I put her on hold to get her information, mm-hmm. 
it looks like we it's hard to get her back on the phone when she's on hold from another studio. So I know uh. I said all that to say this. Please go online, WMNF.org, and hit the tip jar. Yes. Hit the tip jar on the Sunday forum, and you could donate that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got another call. Another call. Yeah. Go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday forum. Oh, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. I, I just wanted to talk about the inequalities of uh, education. And, and sometimes the last caller had spoken about preschoolers or people, children entering the school system, <coughs> and they're not prepared. And um, I'm a big fan of preschool. But the one thing parents can do to help their kids get ready for school is to not give them a cell phone to play with. And the reason is it, it takes their focus from a whopping three and a half minutes down to a minute and a half. Most studies show that kids, young kids, would not be able to sit in a full class if their parents give them a cell phone as a babysitter. And it's just how it's, the cell phone is actually programming the mind to get uh, instant gratification in a very short amount of time. And if they don't get that instant gratification, then they have burst of rage. They freak out. They have a, they have, they have a little fits. Yeah. It's true. So it's, exactly. Uh, you know, that that is, that is, well, we can't deny that that, that that happens. We cannot deny that. I've seen it firsthand many, many times. <laughs> they do freak out, man. And yeah. And it does, there's a lot of stuff on there, really, that, these kids ought not to be exposed to right now. They, they just, it's too, um, you know how we have maturity levels of things that, that are put out. Um, you know, there, there need to be um, parental caps on those types of things um, for what you allow your children to see and what's and what's and what would be allowable. I, I think that that needs to happen. But nevertheless, um, in terms of the use of the phone like that, it's, you know, well, most schools have policies on that, don't they? Yeah, they take the phones from them as soon as they get in into yeah. the into the uh, school. They have a basket that they lock up in the in, the, in a locker or something like that in some schools. However, um, the programming. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, I'm sorry. But the programming occurs like when the child is uh, one, two years old, three years old, mm -hmm. and no parent has a, a a really great book on parenting. We kind of learn as we go. Right. Um, and uh, my mother was uh, a preschool teacher basically because she was on welfare and she had to have a job and they had an opportunity. And preschool or any pre-K program, even though I'm not really a crazy fan of the short programming that they have because if someone is working, it's hard for them to pick them up. But that is key. Educating your kids at a young age to have a basic schedule. Hmm. You need so screen can't. schedules, too. You mean a screen schedule. <laughs> well, well, like, oh, it's, it's 12 o'clock tonight. Now we're having uh, uh, lunch. Uh, it's, it's, it's 1 o'clock. Oh, now we're going to do uh, half an hour of TV. You know, uh, you're right. You know, definitely have a screen schedule, for sure. Right. But well, anyways, a, I, a lot of I times what they do is just, just put the kids right in front of a TV set or, yeah. uh, you know, or give them the phone and then leave them there. Yeah. Right? There is appropriate programming out there. I mean, you know, PBS, I grew up on, uh, you know, 
Different programs on, on yeah, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. I, mean, I grew company. up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I learned a lot. Schoolhouse yeah. Rock. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. You know, your phones could be useful. Adult. too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, sometimes I think adults need to go back and and look at the cartoon about how to create a bill on Capitol Hill. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm. It helped. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I appreciate your programming. You guys have a great uh, morning here. Hey, man. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. All right. Go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday Forum. Hello? Carla, are you there? there? Yeah. Are you with me again? Yes, we're with you again. Yeah. Hi. Well, I'm still trying to get into the tip jar, but can we just take the $50 out now? Or can somebody help me with that? (laughs) Oh, no. Actually, that's the business director is doing that on weekdays. So, unfortunately, we can't do it on the weekend. I would love to. But, uh. Oh, shoot. I, I, I know it. They're telling me I'm at an invalid uh, place or something. I'm in Pinellas County, but I'm in Louisville, Kentucky right now. Oh, oh, I yeah. See. You can go online. Just if you, yeah, you say you're having problems online with the tip jar, just go to WNF.org. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's who I went to. Yeah, and I and I put in everything. I put my uh, Pinellas County in there and my street address. And I am a, already a circle of friends right. person. So, um, so I should just wait till Monday. Yeah, yes. wait until Monday because it'll be somebody could walk you through it. Okay. Miss Julie, just All ask right. for Miss Julie. Well, <laughs> Y'all got a good word going on. Keep it up now, okay? Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you for your okay. support. Talk to you soon. All, All right, now. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. So, hey, uh, you can write us. Write us. DJ at org. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. You know, uh, again, you know, one of the things that, that we could not, we can ill afford to have happen is to go into these meetings and do nothing afterwards. We cannot do that. So, folks, let me let me just urge you to please get in contact with uh, NAACP, uh, Yvette Lewis, and her designated person for education, whom I'm not sure who that is right now, um, as we have a new administration right now in the NAACP. Uh, we have... You know, get in contact with, um, let's see. Oh, uh, well, members of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, actually, one, one of the, they're the ones who actually organized it with the NAACP. So if you see a bro, see a Q out there, <laughs> don't just, don't just uh, look for him to start uh, barking and carrying on. That ain't going to happen. What we need is for you to talk to them. Uh, we're, we're much more than that. We're much more than that. We yeah. are educated men, and we and and you know, please, you know, talk to these talk to these brothers and and let them know what your concerns are, and what you and better yet, let them know what you're able to do. Not necessarily, don't just say what your concerns are. Let them know what you're able to do. And when are the meetings? When when? Well, that particular go? meeting was was just held then. Yeah, but people you know, should be able to go to school board meetings on a regular. What about Hillsborough school board meetings? Because 
you know, the right wing is taking over school boards. They go and they, they throw a lot of angry words around. And some of them even get violent. There have been people who brought guns to school board meetings, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all part of the nationalist move against uh, the Department of Education. And so I'm just wondering how people could have a regular voice and join this fight because it is a it's a cultural war that's going on and they've they've attacked the schools do you know that there there are people who was the guy that was first hired as the defense minister or defense secretary for the trump administration for the 45s administration um and he did the how hitler (laughs) stands it down he's down in sarasota Causing problems, and they they've been organizing people to go to school board meetings and be violent, and they've been using the Proud Boys who just got, uh, in who just lost their case and got indicted for what's that seditious conspiracy, you know, for January sixth. You know, these people are used as the uh, as as the vanguard security guards. For the right wing down there in Sarasota. Yes, yes, yes. Is there driving people to school board meetings? So how can people who have righteousness in their heart, you know, who want to save something, who wants to create jobs for for people, you know, who have been locked out, you know, how can they go to these meetings? I mean, I I guess you can call NAACP and NAACP could could give you the marching orders to go to the meetings. But right. you know, the thing is, we have to show up and show out just like they've been doing on right. the right. So Tuesdays from 4 to uh-huh. 6, those are school board meetings. That's when the school board is held. Um, it is school board meetings held, and that would be May 9th for this week. Okay. Right? So Tuesdays, 4 to 6, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. In the big school board building That's downtown. That's correct. That's correct. Tampa. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, I honestly don't. This is something that that cannot be ignored, and we're going to keep reporting on it until we can can help to bring as much resolution and education to folks about what's happening and get the type of support that needs to be had into the West Tampa area to save just elementary. Now, uh, we got another call, but I want to make sure that that we're clear about that particular point. Okay? So please, ma'am, please, sirs, um, do what you can. uh, Come up with some solutions about what what you're able to do in order to bring resources to build resilience in the community with regard to education and specifically at Just. We need to save Just Elementary. Okay, so now, that having been said, let's go to the phone line. All right, go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yes, uh, you're saying about the right wing at these school board meetings. The reason the right wing is there is it's moderate and conservative parents who have seen over the last couple of years what's being taught to their children because they've been forced to do it at home, and they're saying, wait a minute. My child can't read at grade level. My child can't can't do math. But they sure know the proper pronouns to use now. And they sure know about all kinds of other nonsense. They don't know who, who we fought World War II against. 
you ask them a history question, they look at you like they're dumbfounded. And these are full-grown adults at times. So it's just, just natural. They're saying, wait a minute, we got to put the brakes on here a little bit. Not everybody feels this way about this and some of these things that are being taught. While we're falling behind countries like China and Japan and South Korea, they're laughing at us. They're laughing at us because we can't tell, you know, who's the man and who's the girl. And that's what we spend our time dealing with instead of serious problems and issues. And what we're teaching, not indoctrinating our students, but teaching them. I thought that was where he was getting at. You're, you're worried that the right wing is worried that your kids are spending all their time in school learning pronouns as well, opposed I don't know to if history. It's just the right wing. I, I think it's it's in Florida. It, it's it, it's a, a, a broad, diverse uh, group of people that worry about what their children are being taught. They don't want their six year old worrying about things like that. The, the kids are confused enough at that six, seven, eight, nine years old. Uh, are you confusing them even more? No, I don't think we are. If we're standing up, there's got to be some pushback because people don't feel that. You know, the, the majority of people don't feel that. How way. do you know it's the majority? I mean, well, a lot of people want to respect other people. Florida, it's been about a, it was like a, one of the greatest thumpings a, a governor's ever gotten in, in the last race. So I think people have spoken. You know, we picked up seats in uh, the Republicans have picked up seats in, in New York, in California. People are tired of this nonsense. You come to this country and, and you get a free phone, you get a free place to stay, you get 10 years until you have to go to the judge and see what's going on. You know, they treat people, putting them up in nice hotels. We're doing things wrong. We're not doing things that, that make sense. And especially when it comes to our children and some of these parents who were busy working, who may have been using schools as their babysitters and after school care as their babysitters, are now saying, wait a minute. You know, what, 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 are we, what are we bothering with this for when we're reading at a fourth grade level? A city like Baltimore doesn't have one single high school, doesn't have a single high school where they're reading at, the, at grade level. So why would, the, why would the right wing ban books if they're worried about reading levels in math well, They levels. would ban nonsense books. I mean, when DeSantis went on TV a couple of weeks ago and was talking about the books being banned, the networks had a... Sh- turn off when he started reading them he started reading passages do you remember that and they that all of a sudden they switched to a commercial no i don't remember so that you can't read if you can't read it on 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 television you shouldn't be teaching it to a six six or seven or eight no, or I, nine I, I year old it. you know it, it happened. So, it happened. i mean you could do it home whatever you want to do but this is a public library it's, it's not you know not a private you can teach your children whatever you, you would like at home but then why don't the right wing just do that? Why don't they just stay away from school boards if they don't like the progress and just teach their but kids to progress? There is no progress. There is a lot of people. There's a lot of progressive ideas coming out of the young and the old is trying to hold them back. Now, I, I, I think you have to look at the numbers. What are our students doing and what are they doing compared to the rest of the world? Well, look, and that's where it is, the world economy. You know, you guys didn't get where you were by by, by sitting around worrying about nonsense. I mean, uh, you went to school, you got an education, you know, you weren't hopefully too indoctrinated. You could be liberal, you could be conservative, it doesn't matter, that to me. But I don't think we should be in teaching things to especially young students that are confused enough about life. But who's doing that? Who's doing that? The school board. But doesn't 
that the are school being board, by Democrats. What what do kids want to talk about? Because the school boards is not forcing is anything on people. The kids want to talk about their own lives. And the school boards is trying to deny them, including your governor, trying to deny people to even have a voice about, you know, questioning anything in a school. So why don't you just keep your kids at home? This and whole movement is because parents got involved, not because they weren't involved. No, no, there are a lot of parents who are involved. This whole movement is because they were saying, wait a minute. What is this? They're looking over their kid's shoulder because they're home from school. And they're like, why are we spending time on this when my son can't read at sixth grade level? Well, they keep level? your kid home and teach them yourself. Well, That's you, a you, responsibility you, there, too, though, when you're doing that. You know, you could send them to private school. That's another choice. Yeah, you know? do that. Let me ask be, you. You know, your, your curriculum, the parents have, should have some input. Right. You know, different areas are a little more conservative. But it sounds like only conservative parents want input. Go ahead, Walter. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. So, so let me let me bring let me ask you a question. Um, you, you, well, clearly you you you. I mean, clearly from our conversation, you're you're very intelligent, and your conversation uh, would lead me to believe that you have read. You're well read. Am I am I correct? I try to stay. So I, know, I, I get it, and I'm not. And understand, I'm not. I'm not being facetious, sir. I'm really not. Uh, okay, so so let me ask you a question: Have you read the book Fahrenheit 451? You know, it's been like I grew up in the '60s, so it has been a while, and I don't remember much. Okay. Of it. Okay. But that's that could be from other reasons. Too, I get never it. Never mind. I get it. I get it. Uh, well, fair, a lot of people that I that I've talked to, I, I asked the question to. And I know that when I came through high school here in the state of Florida in public schools, um, one of our thing was one of our uh, uh, books that was required reading. You know, you had, you had the summer reading list. Uh, I was the one who actually read some of the books that were on the, that were on the summer's reading list, right? And so it was always a, a, a big thing for us to have the summer's reading list because me and my friends would, would be dropped off at the library and we could we could pick those books up, sit there and read them, and our parents would come and pick us up and we were done with whatever whatever book because we'd get together and, and try to understand what, what was being put together, right? Um the the in the in the book Fahrenheit four fifty one, uh you have a character named Montag who is is part of a dystopian community, uh, a dystopian society where you have books that have now been banned. All, all books have been banned. And to the point that they actually, it, it, it got so bad that they were burning books. Mm-hmm. And while this, is, while this is fictitious in its writing, it actually did happen. You and I both know what happened. We, we happened where? In Nazi Germany, right? Oh, it happened. Nazis did it. Many governments. Have oh, yeah many, yeah, many governments have done it, and it's wrong. Nazis famous for it. it it's, it's outright wrong, and and I'm going to tell you, um, you know, I've read, you know, I've read Mein Kampf, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, that that's Adolf Hitler's book. Now, mind you, I, you know, I did it for, uh, uh, you know, for for school, right? Because we're doing comparative right. studies, and there's nothing wrong with that, um, but. When you when you're banning things like color purple, or catcher in the rye, or the blue J.D. Salinger, who now did you read J.D. Salinger's catcher? Or did you read catcher in the rye, sir? 
Yes. Okay. Now, come on. Who who well, that you you that know that you loved that book? Nuts all over the place. Let's face it. That uh, you know here and there, but uh, I, I don't think you know wide range. That gets wide range support of banning. I think a lot of it has to do with age appropriateness, and then you telling your story about reading in the summer shows that you were interested, you you were engaged, and you you got something out of it. Where our kids now aren't. They're engaged in a phone. Okay, now, in, now, in, in now we're having a conversation. Yes, yes. I agree with you 110, percent sir. I have ben kids. Since mother made him and his brother read a book and then do a book report every yes. week. Yes, 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 and absolutely. She couldn't read. That was the thing. She couldn't read, and they didn't know that. Right. But she knew the importance of it. Right. And so. You know, right? Banning books. I mean, it, it, it's, it's absurd. It's, it's absolutely absurd. I think you'd agree with me. Get into a real murky area there. You know, it. It. It's. I'm for free speech. All of that. I just don't want certain things indoctrinated in young children. <laughs> no, it, uh, even exactly. high schoolers, they're, they're not. You know, I don't think enough. anybody wants that, sir. I don't think anybody wants um, bad things indoctrinated to their kids. I agree with you 110. percent But what I, what I will say this. I will say this. Um. Don't read it. I mean, when we went to the library, we knew it was wrong. We knew it was wrong, and, and and so we didn't read it. 